Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala nabiyyana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters and welcome to this very special episode of What Did You Say? Your comments are our topics of discussion. And I'm very pleased to be joined by my dear brother, dear Sheikh Muhammad Dua. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It was a funny uh, topic, uh, a funny title for this program, isn't it? Allahumma sta'ala. Chosen by none other than you. Barakallah fiqh, dear Sheikh. So as you heard, what did you say? We want to respond to your comments. Uh, what you comment in the videos we, we put up, especially uh, the latest video that has pretty much caused a lot of, alhamdulillah, I believe, good good uh you know it's it's been spread in a good way and caused a lot of people to be educated about this topic and no. at the same time it showed a lot of people really are uneducated and a lot of people are genuine in their misunderstanding of a topic and i'm referring to the short clip we released uh, about five six minutes for our beloved sheikh about uh sheikh why is your beard so uh, so big or so large and it's in the comments section or in the description there you can view it and this view- video now sheikh is approaching 150,000 views on youtube I think almost 50,000 views on TikTok and thousands of views on other platforms. And the comments are in the thousands. That's after we've deleted all the stupid remarks and, and rude comments and, 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 and so on and so forth. No. Why do you think it caused such a stir, dear Sheikh? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ihtada bihuda amma ba'd. First of all, um, we say uh, jazakallahu khayran, uh, to Sheikh uh, Abu Abdurrahman oh, for his, uh, him and the, the brothers at Al Bayan for their hard work and uh, dedication into spreading the da'wah of the Salafiyyah, the da'wah Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'ah. And um, if you remember, Sheikh, initially uh, the purpose of that video, um, as we discussed, uh, was to address the topic. Um, due to the uh, large amount of comments uh, that had been coming through uh, regarding, uh, well, my bid in particular on on my videos um, that are that have been posted uh, through Al Bayan, and we wanted to shed light just so that we can address the topic uh, in hope of uh, educating uh, and shining light on the topic for our uh, brothers uh, and sisters. And what we witnessed uh, from it was a uh, a large uh, reaction and or interaction uh, from our brothers uh, and our sisters, um, whether in Australia or worldwide. And what we assume is that uh, the reason for that, Sheikh, to answer your question is because I believe um, it is a catchy topic, a uh, topic that um, many people like to speak about, uh, a topic that might not be uh, clear to many people as there are many misconceptions uh, regarding the topic of the bid. Um, so because of these reasons, uh, I believe, Wallahu A'lam, 
um, that video which uh, was made, it received uh, quite a fair bit of interaction and reaction. Alhamdulillah, uh, a lot of good feedback for the video. And, and the initial video, as you mentioned, was about teaching the sunnah of the Prophet especially in Ramadan, where there was a lot of confusion regarding certain topics. So that was the aim, and it still will be the aim of, of our programs, to teach the sunnah. It's not clickbait. We don't want to get viewers and, and heaps of comments or make money from these videos. That's not our aim at all. It's to educate and teach the sunnah. No. And that's what, in bi'idhnillah ta'ala, we'll continue to doing. <coughs> that's what we'll continue to be doing, bi'idhnillah ta'ala, to teach the Quran and sunnah according to the understanding of the best of generations, the three generations, as salaf as salih. No. Shaykh, let's get straight into it. We've said we will take, inshallah, a few comments, a few questions, some feedback, some misconceptions. No. Um, and we said that the first one we will take, <coughs> let me just bring it up. Um, the tech team as well are going to put it up on the screen. Um, the first one is uh, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi or the, the, the commentator said, it, it is not so easy. The person has whitewashed 1400 years of scholarship as if he is the only one who understands Islam. Please read what Imam Nawi has to say about growing beard. No. And I'm writing and I'm saying what they said. No. He for sure understood hadith more than this person. No. Uh, first and foremost, regarding the, the comments um, that have uh, come through, we say, May Allah Azza wa Jal reward and bless uh, our brothers and sisters that uh, are genuine in their. Uh, questions and inquiries and even in the input and one thing that we would like to make clear from the beginning is that uh, if we go back to the video we did mention that uh, this is the personal choice or opinion that I have chosen uh, to adopt and we are not here to, to convince uh, people uh, as to which opinion uh, they can follow or should follow uh, we mentioned uh, that uh, the two opinions regarding uh, not touching the bid uh, or taking from the qabda, uh, taking from the feast, are both respected opinions based on proof. And uh, uh, يعني, um, we do not, and this has never been our style to, to force people to adopt uh, an opinion that we find to be uh, uh, correct or uh, choose to follow. Now, this comment, Sheikh, here um, in particular, it did catch my attention as uh, you were sending me through a lot of the, yes, the comments so that we can uh, select some of the beneficial ones um, that we can address. Now, regarding this uh, comment, the reason why it caught my attention uh, was uh, the quote of uh, Imam al-Nawawi, uh, rahimahullah. Now, uh, this person, uh, may Allah forgive us uh, and them, uh, has chosen to make an accusation of us whitewashing uh, 1,400 years of scholarships and whatever else. And this is uh, not true and baseless, uh, no doubt, uh, as uh, we understand, walillahi alhamd, that alam only comes from the ulama. Uh, and uh, choosing an opinion uh, over another opinion does not mean that you are whitewashing uh, or disregarding the scholars of Islam in any way. Uh, but uh, it was actually funny that this person uh, asked us to um, look into what Imam al-Nawawi rahimahullah uh, said yes. uh, regarding this topic and he made a statement of truth that we do not know hadith 
better than Imam al Nawawi, and there's no doubt about that. Not many people do, Sheikh. Not many people do. <laughs> Imam al Nawawi was a great Allah. muhaddith, rahmatullah alayh. But if we did uh, take this person's uh, advice and go back to what Imam al Nawawi, rahimahullah, said on the topic, we have two uh, quotes for Imam al Nawawi himself, rahimahullah. Uh, one from his uh, book Al Majmu' uh, and the other from his uh, Sharh of uh, Sahih Muslim. So Imam Al Nawawi, rahimahullah, uh, and what we'll do is we'll read it in Arabic. It's a short quote, and then we'll translate it in English. Sheikh, as we know, Imam Al Nawawi in the Shafi Madhab is like a Mu'tamid. He's relied He's upon for his view. This is very important because the most common, uh, some of the most common uh, comments we got is that the Sheikh should read what's in. The Shafi Madhab that Correct. it's Sunnah to grow the beard and not haram to shave it. Naam. And this is really a weak view in the Shafi Madhab itself. Without a doubt. And now you're going to show us the, really the strong view in I the mean, Shafi Madhab. Our brothers and sisters uh, from uh, the followers of the, the Shafi Madhab, we, we hope that they open their ears uh, as they do uh, glorify uh, or, or give high uh, uh, value to Imam Al Nawi rahimahullah, and this is his haq, uh, without a doubt. He is a great, he is a great Imam. Um, so, since the brother asked us to refer to Imam Al Nawi, this is what we have chosen to do. So, in his book, uh, which is Al Majmu', uh, volume number one and page two hundred and ninety, for whoever would like the ref- reference, Imam Al Nawi rahimahullah, he said, was sahih. كراهة الأخذ منها مطلقة بل يتركها على حالها كيف كانت للحديث الصحيح وأعف اللحى إمام النووي رحمه الله هي he's quoted as saying and the correct opinion uh, regarding the bid is that it is disliked يكره disliked to take anything from the bid at all rather he should leave it as it is due to the authentic hadith and leave your beads. This is the quote of Imam al-Nawi rahimahullah. So I do not know what the brother is referring to by us looking into Imam al-Nawi's words, but this is what we found from Imam al-Nawi rahimahullah. The second quote for Imam al-Nawi rahimahullah is in his Sharh of Sahih Muslim. And it is in volume number three, page 151. Where Imam al-Nawawi rahimahullah said, وَالْمُخْتَارُ تَرْكُ اللِّحْيَ عَلَى حَالِهَا وَأَلَّا يَتَعَرَّدْ لَهَا بِتَقْصِيرِ شَيْءٍ أَصْلًا Imam al-Nawawi rahimahullah here, he says, and the chosen view is to leave the bead as it is and not to shorten anything from it. Oh, we took the challenge from the brother to go back to Imam al-Nawawi. And this is what we found from Imam al-Nawawi. What we like to inform the brothers and sisters is that uh, these opinions are not opinions from ourselves. And these are not opinions where we are whitewashing or disregarding the the scholars of Islam. These are the the opinions of the scholars which are based on uh, adillah. And we emphasize the point again that we are not here to force anyone to adopt a particular view but rather, as you mentioned at the beginning, Sheikh, it is our duty to shine light on the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And uh, we ask Allah azza wa jal to guide us to the truth always. Amen, Sheikh. Barakallah feek. And also, dear brothers uh, and sisters out there, like just because there is a, a view, it doesn't mean that it's an accepted view. 
even نعم. in the madhahib. نعم. Uh, for those who study the madhahib, you know, we mentioned the Shafi'iyya or the Hanabila or the Malikiya or uh, the Ahnaf. May Allah have mercy upon all of them, these great scholars and these great madhahib who have done so much good work. But even in and of themselves within the madhahib, they, some sayings are not taken. It's not the it's not the respected or the accepted opinion in the madhahib. So you don't just grab that just to prove your argument. No. That, that saying, that qawl, has got to have proof, doesn't it, Shaykh? Without a doubt, Shaykh. Not every opinion in Islam uh, is... Uh, is an accepted uh, opinion. Otherwise, uh, people will be left in confusion. For uh, our duty as Muslims is to try to find that which uh, agrees with the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam through the practice and the understanding of uh, of the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum uh, and their followers. Uh, this is how we are led to to guidance bi idnillahi taala. Let's move on to the second question bi idnillahi taala. And this is going to be uh, the probably, Sheikh. Let's just say probably the most common feedback or comments we got and questions and and doubts and is <coughs> why is the Sheikh's beard that big when the Prophet's beard was only a fist length? No, which in reality proved that they didn't watch the video. No, that's a good. Or point, most Sheikh. of them, I would say, because you mentioned no. it in the video. No. Uh, this is a, a huge misconception regarding Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam for people to state and claim that the Prophet's beard was uh, at a fist length or cut at a fist. Uh, this is total ignorance because uh, as many of our brothers and sisters uh, have also shown and proven uh, that this is not from the practice or was not the practice of Rasulullah but rather it was the practice of some of uh, the companions. If, in fact, the Prophet Wasallam's bid was at the fist, then there will be no debate or argument left. Uh, the Prophet Wasallam is our example. But that, uh, the Prophet Wasallam, it has never been recorded authentically that he took anything from his bid. And the Prophet Wasallam, uh, his bid was described by the companions as Kathiru Sha'ar al uh, and what this means is uh, his beard was plentiful. It had uh, a lot of hair in it, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So there is no narration uh, which has been reported that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam took uh, anything from his beard. Uh, and what we do understand from the hadiths of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam regarding the beard is that he commanded for it to be grown. He commanded for the bid to be grown. And if we can, Sheikh, shed light on some of those hadiths yes. of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just so the brothers and sisters can uh, get an understanding of, of the wording of the hadiths, uh, we have uh, four wordings in particular. Uh, in one hadith, uh, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said uh, in the hadith of Ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, which is found in Sahih Muslim, he said, So uh, in this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, Be different against the mushrikeen, trim your mustache and grow your beads. Awfu al-liha is translated as, and grow uh, your beads. We also have in another hadith, the hadith of Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, 
where the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said juzu shawarib wa arkhu liha Uh, he said, trim your mustache and again, grow your beard. And this is another wording, uh, which means also grow your beard and act against the fire worshippers. And in another uh, hadith of Ibn Umar عنهما, found in Bukhari, and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, uh, which means uh, keep your beads. Keep your beads. Uh, keep, and this uh, is a command from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Also, and the fourth wording came in the hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Anhiku shawarib wa a'fu liha, wa a'fu liha," which means trim closely the mustache and let the bead flow. Let the bead flow. So, if we look at these um, four hadiths in particular, Sheikh, we've got four different wordings. We have awfu, and we have arhu, and we have wafiru and a'fu. And the ulama of the lugha, the scholars of Islam from the Arabic language, all said that every one of the, these meanings is similar. And they all indicate to the command of leaving. I do not see uh, how... Uh, some of our brothers uh, and sisters uh, can be uh, completely against the uh, uh, the growing of the bid without touching it uh, when this was clearly from the command of Rasulullah in these hadith. And whoever has doubt regarding what those four words mean should return to the Arabic dictionaries uh, in Islam uh, and uh, go and see what the people of knowledge have have said regarding uh, those uh, four words. And as the hadith indicate, they are commands from the Prophet wasallam, and the command of the Prophet wasallam is to be carried as an obligation unless there is a dalil that reduces that obligation to a sunnah. Sheikh, now the next point regarding this is that some of the comments came out and said, does this does this sheikh think he knows the sunnah better than Ibn Umar and those others who took from no. their a handful? And, and, and we listen, let's be frank, sheikh. We wish they would leave it a handful. No, Allah Most people, time. sadly, and, uh, no. from the Muslims, let's just say, are not even doing that. No. So a lot of it is just for argumentation. No. Uh, we wish the Muslims would do, just even do that bare minimum. No. Uh, as Ibn Umar, radiallahu anh, one of the great companions. No. And we're not in any way, shape or form belittling him. Without but they came out. Uh, they came out and said, in in, a, in the comments, uh, Ibn Umar used to trim the beard, and and others. Uh, does he understand the Sunnah better than Ibn Umar? Uh, yeah, I mean, this this question in itself is uh, is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, for anyone to claim that uh, they have uh, a, a drop of an ocean uh, of of ilm or wisdom compared to any one of the companions no is uh, is uh, foolishness without a doubt. Uh, this is um, transgression from our brothers and sisters who make uh, such accusations. But I mean, Sheikh, like um, this topic uh, regarding uh, some of the Sahaba who, who took from their beads and whatever else, this is why we mentioned from the very beginning that uh, both of these opinions uh, are respected opinions and we respect the opinion of taking from the fist because, yes, it was practiced by some 
uh, of the companions of Rasulullah Sallallahu uh, and if we went into the the works of the ulama uh, on this topic, even them themselves, they began uh, having a discussion or a debate regarding this particular point, which, to be honest, um, I, I do not want to uh, go into like... Um, uh, our purpose was just to يعني, shed light on, on the sunnah of Rasulullah no. with with some of the companions that took their that took from from their bid um uh, the ones that support that opinion they they use a qaida in Islam where it says arawi a'lamu bima rawa that the the narrator of the hadith is more knowledgeable about his narration and ibn umar is the one that narrated uh, many of these ahadith about letting the bid flow and this is something we don't argue with yani who are we next to abdullah ibn umar so yes abdullah ibn umar without a doubt is more knowledgeable about the narrations that he narrates. So if he took from his bid, there's no doubt he understood the sunnah better than me, you, and better than everyone on TikTok and YouTube and whatever else. But Sheikh, that's why this topic is debatable because you have the other side who also make another point. Yani just like this side have a principle that the narrator is more knowledgeable about his narration, there is another side of the scholars who say, who have their own principle. And that principle is that if the narrator uh, opposes his narration, then the example is in the narration and not the narrator. No. So, yani, where do we stop, Sheikh? Where do we stop? And where do... So, a lot of the brothers and the sisters were saying, oh, it's not black and white. It's not... Of course it's not. We know that it's not black and white. But yani, we should not put people down who are choosing to grow their bead based on a command from the Prophet And by doing that, they are not in any way claiming to be more knowledgeable than any of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Um, even though our scholars, they, they say that the majority declare it as makruh to take from the beard. And this is what some of the brothers and sisters are not seeing. And without any way, shape or form, you know, belittling Ibn Umar radiallahu yeah, anhum. And you can go to any, any even some of the Islam QA sites, like no. Islam QA, the popular one, or the books no. of fiqh. And they tell you that. I don't know why it caused such a Without stir. A and this is why people are not being fair. No, Sheikh, that's an excellent point. Even when you read in the books of the fuqaha, when they talk about taking from the bid, they speak about al-jawaz. That it's permissible. It's not spoken about as something which is best or better or a sunnah even. For it's about the permissibility. Yes, it's permissible based on some of the sahaba doing it. But then there are those who choose to adopt the opinion of not touching their bead based on the command of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you allow me, I just want to quote what one of the biggest ulama of our time has mentioned about this, and that's Shaykh Ibn Baz, rahimahullah. He said, whoever quotes the action of Ibn Umar radiallahu an mm. to show that he used to cut whatever of his bead mm. uh, that was longer than a handful during hajj, cannot use this as evidence. Because mm. this is ishjihad on the part of Ibn Umar radiallahu an. And proof is to be found in reports from the Prophet wasallam, not from Ishtihad. The scholars, may Allah have mercy upon them, clearly stated that the reports from the Sahaba and those who came after them that are proven to be sound are what constitutes evidence and proof and take precedence or priority over any opinion that goes against the Sunnah. This is from the Fatawa uh, wa Maqalat, uh, Sheikh Ibn Baz. No. 
volume 8 page 370 <laughs> and this <laughs> is just to give you uh, what some of the ulama said and jazakallah khair sheikh i think you explained that more than enough it's ma'roof the stance of our ulama like sheikh bin baz sheikh bin uthaymin rahimahullah who were all on the opinion uh, of uh, it not being permissible to take from from the bid, and I really no. I wish we would just take from the, the you know the kalam of Imam Al Nawawi rahimahullah, no. an Imam who pretty much everyone agrees to being an Imam that the best is to leave it as it is and not no. touch it or shorten it at all. <laughs> yeah, quote Imam no. Al Nawawi and start attacking him if you like, dear no, brothers and sisters. What can you do with this mountain? Really, Allah not much. And every man is to be taken from nah. and not taken from except the Prophet ﷺ. And this is what we have mentioned previously. Okay, moving on, Sheikh. We'll have just one or two more and we'll wrap up, inshallah. Nah. Uh, regarding where is the proof in the Quran that the Prophet ﷺ had a beard? And this is something we get a lot, not only in this masala, in other masail. Yes. A lot of times this comes from yes. an astray group called the Qur'aniyun. Nah. Those who only take the Quran only. Nah, barakallahu feek, Sheikh. Yes, uh, I did notice there were a fair few comments um, that came through regarding uh, this uh, masala, and that is um, there was a there was a huge attack uh, from from those who what we can see uh, from their words uh, reject the the Sunnah of Rasulullah where they try to uh, yani undermine. Uh, the commands of Rasulullah and they use uh, false and foolish arguments like what you mentioned Sheikh where they um, say that uh, if something's not mentioned in the Quran uh, then uh, it has no basis or uh, or where in the Quran is such and such and the reason why we wanted to address uh, these comments in particular is to show the danger of this type of fikr, uh, the danger of this type of ideology, Sheikh. And in reality, uh, these people were prophesied by Rasulullah himself. The Prophet in the hadith, he said, do not let me find you uh, reclining on a couch, saying what we find in the book of Allah we accept, what we do not find in the book of Allah we reject. For the Prophet he prophesied the Qur'anis, the, this deviant sect that has come out who claim to follow the Qur'an without following the Sunnah. And this is falsehood because as we know, you cannot follow the Qur'an unless you follow the Sunnah. The Qur'an and the Sunnah are both revelation from Allah. They both work hand in hand from Allah Azza wa Jal. And just because something has not been specified in its name, by its name in the Qur'an, this does not mean it does not exist uh, in Islam. And and the people of knowledge have spoken about this topic uh, to a great detail where they refuted the Qur'anis uh, and, and their false arguments. But uh, what I wanted to mention, Sheikh, is yani, subhanAllah, we noticed uh, these people uh, pop up on a topic regarding the bid. And what I wanted to touch up on is uh, that there are certain topics in Islam, uh, they could be a fiqh topic, uh, a fiqh topic. Like, no. let's say the bid within the, the room of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah is a fiqh topic. We're discussing with our beautiful brothers and sisters online. Okay, okay, should, should it be grown? Should it be trimmed at the fist and whatever else? But then you start getting people that come up where this evilness that's in their hearts starts coming out on their tongues where they reject the sunnah and whatever else. And subhanAllah, this sheikh, it reminded me of the time of the salaf, uh, rahimahumullah, where the salaf, they used to include strange topics in their books of aqidah. 
like uh, Imam al-Tahawi rahimahullah in the Tahawiyya, which is a, a great book on aqidah, he's put the mas'ala of wiping over the socks. Um. And he said, we wipe over the socks. And many might ask, and, and many others did the same from the Salaf. Why would the scholars mention wiping over the socks in books of aqidah? When wiping over the socks, it's a matter of fiqh. And the simple answer to that is because of the deviant sect who rejected it. Because the Khawarij and the Shia, the Rafidah, they do not wipe over their socks. So Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, to make a statement, they would include the wiping of the socks in their books of Aqidah to show that they are different to these people. Yes, we wipe over our socks and we put it in our books of Aqidah because the Khawarij and the Rafidah, they reject wiping over the socks. And subhanAllah, this is something that reminded me of that. We're discussing a bid. We're discussing the bid. And then you find people who come up and they reject the bid based on false ideologies and corrupted beliefs where they don't accept uh, accept what's in the Quran. Uh, and uh, subhanAllah, for these type of topics, Sheikh, they will always refer back to the Aqidah. Whether it's the Quran is that comment, whether it's the Rafidah that comment, whether it's the Ghulat of the Sufiyah that comment, and you get the names and the titles like the Wahhabiyah and whatever else, Everything, subhanAllah, when, even if it's in fiqh, it rattles feathers and it will take things back to matters of aqidah. For, uh, we advise brothers and sisters that read these types of comments not to be fooled and deceived by these um, corrupted beliefs and ideologies. As we said, the Quran and the Sunnah are both revelation from Allah Azza wa Jal and they both work hand in hand. And we see many ayat in the Quran, as you mentioned, وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوا وَمَا نَاهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُوا Whatever the Prophet Sallallahu gives you, take it. Whatever he prevents you from, then stay away from it. And even, even Shaykh, a few more points on that is that even the prayer, you know, even performing hajj, even, you know, the basics of our religion, if we were to only take it from the Quran, we would not be able to pray properly. We no. would not be able to perform hajj properly. No. But the Quran came hand in hand with the sunnah, with the sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, as it's been called, the, the hikmah, the wisdom no. that Allah gave the Prophet وسلم. And the Prophet, the Quran. Prophet وسلم told us that, that I've been given the Quran and that which is like, like it. it. No. And as you beautifully said, the Quran, yes, it's like the headline. It's the no. book of guidance. And the Sunnah came to explain no. the Quran, to teach you how to worship Allah. And no. the Prophet was the best in showing us how to worship Allah. No. Two more questions, Sheikh, and we'll wrap it up in from the comments. Allah. And um, uh, one question, <laughs> and we just got one now, Sheikh, and maybe we'll take it quickly. No. Uh, one of the brothers asked, How can I grow a beard like this, mashaAllah? <laughs> can I answer for you, Sheikh? Answer, Sheikh. Just let it go, brother. <laughs> just let it flow. That's what we're trying I really to say. Didn't ha- I didn't have the answer for it anyway. Just let it I'm flow, not. and whatever it is, brother, if it's one hair, if it's two hairs, no. the whole this is pleasing thing is, is let it go, let it flow. No. Okay, the two more that we have set, uh, as we have uh, agreed upon, Ibnillahi Ta'ala, is Sheikh, does the wind blow your beard in your face? Yes, Sheikh, it does. A lighthearted one. Subhanallah. That's, yeah. a, that's actually a genuine question. It is, naam. Uh, subhanallah. Uh, 
Um, Sheikh, uh, my bid, uh, alhamdulillah, it does, uh, the wind does blow it into my face. And I usually feel it happens more when I'm at the beach. No, uh, when there's a strong uh, wind presence, um, the bid, it does go into the face. But alhamdulillah, this does not irritate us in any way. For those who have small beards, you don't get that satisfaction. So <laughs> it's a good feeling when the beard blows in the face. I, I quite enjoy it. Better brothers. And the last question, Sheikh. No. Another lighthearted one, Sheikh. How do you do wudu? <laughs> How do you do wudu? Allah mustaan. Um, the wudu, Sheikh, we, we do it uh, based on what we studied in the books of uh, fiqh. And as the fuqah mentioned, uh, if the bead has patches where the skin shows, um, then you need to uh, like get in there so the water reaches the, the skin. Otherwise, if the bead is thick uh, or big where the, where the skin is not um, uh, exposed, you, you, you wash the vahir uh, of it. And that's what we do when we make wudu. We wash our face and, and the apparent of our bead. Excellent, Sheikh. Jazakallah khairan. Sheikh, like to thank fiqh. you for being with us. We'd like to thank all the brothers who contributed. We'd like to thank all those brothers and sisters who were genuine in their comments. Uh, more than likely, we'll be closing off the comments. I think we've had enough comments on that video. Nah. It's, and we can't keep up with... There is a lot of comments which are inappropriate nah. without behavior. We don't mind comments or suggestions or feedback, which is constructive and beneficial without for all. But anything without rude, anything coming from Australia, even people, misguided groups... Without a doubt. Even people that disagree with us, Sheikh, based on knowledge and ilm, we have no issue, no problem. We we actually... Uh, we It pleases us when we know that our brothers and our sisters uh, make the time and effort for knowledge and try to base uh, conclusions uh, with, with ilm. And this does not upset us in any way. If anything, it makes us happy. Alhamdulillah. And the Sheikh will be back with more of these. If you do have any specific questions for the Sheikh personally, send them through on our on our social medias, on Albion Radio Australia, Facebook Australia, um, and also on our Instagram, TikTok, uh, <coughs> Telegram, wherever you find Albion, and we will inshallah get to your questions. I'd like to thank the tech team. I'd like to thank all the brothers and sisters who are with us uh, online, and we missed some of your questions. Inshallah, we'll get to them next time. Barakallah fikum, dear brothers and sisters. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This program was presented by Albayan Radio, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah.